Today's episode is sponsored by the American Chemistry Council. Chemistry creates, America competes. The fact is, I've made it very clear. Within 100 days, I'm going to send to the United States Congress a pathway to citizenship for over 11 million undocumented people. So Biden promised during the primary against other Democratic candidates, as well as during the general, that he was going to pass immigration reform. And all of those so-called dreamers, those DACA kids, they're going to be immediately certified again to be able to stay in this country and put on a path to citizenship. He was going to make legislation a priority because moving through executive orders to protect dreamers, those are children that were brought to the United States illegally. He knows and he has said that executive orders aren't enough and they aren't lasting. They can be overturned by the next administration if it's a Republican. They've been here. Many of them are model citizens. Over 20,000 of them are first responders out there taking care of people during this crisis. We owe them. If he doesn't follow through on passing at least components of immigration reform, a pathway to citizenship for DREAMers, TPS recipients, and at the very least farm workers, then there's going to be a lot of backlash, particularly from a number of Democrats, Latino Democrats in the House and Senate, uh, immigrant rights advocates and Latino advocates. This is something that they have long been waiting for. This battle has been going on for more than a decade. And so if Biden doesn't move on this before the 2022 midterms, there's a chance that it may never happen. I'm Jeremy Siegel. This is Politico Dispatch. And today, Laura Barone Lopez on how President Biden made big immigration policy promises. But now the question is how and when can he get it done? So on day one, Biden made good on the campaign promise that he was going to introduce a bill and sent one over to Congress. President Joe Biden signing a plan for immigration day one of his presidency with a goal to provide an eight-year path to citizenship for nearly 11 million people in the United States. It's called the U.S. Immigration Act of 2021. If passed, it would be the most sweeping immigration reform since 1986. He also issued a number of executive orders. President Biden is wasting no time unveiling his immigration plan. In fact, in his first hours in office, he signed several executive orders on doing many of former President Trump's policies, including repealing the so-called Muslim travel ban, strengthening protections for dreamers, and stopping construction on the border wall between the U.S. and Mexico. So those are a number of immigration actions that Biden has taken that follow through on the promises he made on the campaign. But the big questions that remain are, when Biden finally comes face to face with Republicans that don't want to move, or don't want to compromise on different immigration measures, particularly in the Senate, which is where he needs Republicans most, then how much political capital is he going to expend on on this fight? The new U.S. Congress is meeting for the first time this weekend and is set to be more closely divided than it's been in years. How Democrats manage their slim majority will go a long way to determining how successful President-elect Joe Biden will be 
at passing his priorities. It's a 50-50 Senate. The House majority is slimmer. Is this going to be the thing that he pushes through come summer into fall? And that's also where we get to questions about whether or not Democrats move forward with eliminating the filibuster, which is a procedural tool that those in the minority tend to use to block legislative packages. Even with control of the Senate split evenly, the filibuster allows lawmakers from either party to block or delay a vote on legislation by effectively burying it in endless debate. President-elect Biden has signaled an openness to reforming that. So does Biden try to get that out of the way in order to pass substantial reform? Or is he able to bring Republicans over? Which right now, it doesn't look like there's that good of a chance of, of bringing many Republicans to his side. And this shows you how far the Republican Party has changed since 2013. Have you ever seen a better opportunity than the moment that exists today to pass comprehensive immigration reform that would prevent a third wave. When there were Republicans like Senator Lindsey Graham and Senator Marco Rubio who were trying to work with the Obama administration to pass substantial immigration reform. Do you agree that the payoffs of fixing this broken immigration system are enormous for the country? And now things that they supported in 2013, uh, they're not behind come 2021. Okay, so Biden has made some sweeping executive orders, introduced a bill, but if he wants to have lasting change on immigration, he probably needs Republican support in Congress. At this point, what are the sticking points for Republican lawmakers who might shoot down the measure? Biden's proposal wants to give all of the 11 million undocumented immigrants here a pathway to citizenship. Republicans want to see a narrower portion of the population given a pathway. So far, senators like Lindsey Graham say that they would be open to a bill that gives citizenship to DREAMers and potentially TPS recipients, but not the rest of undocumented immigrants that are here. And and so that's one sticking point. Another is that Republicans are complaining that the bill that Biden's proposing doesn't do enough to shore up border security. Biden's proposal focuses on throwing more technology towards the border, but given the difficulties of passing a massive immigration legislative package through the House, let alone the Senate, Democrats are already talking about passing components of that bill, passing things that they, in the House in particular, were already able to move through last Congress, like pathway to citizenship for dreamers and for farm workers, because they want, a lot of Democrats are saying that they want to get whatever they can get through, through whatever means possible, rather than having a a massive battle all at once. As someone who's covered immigration, immigration policy for years, and, you know, seen what feels like call after call for comprehensive immigration reform... Do you think it's possible here? Like, do you think we will see some of these major changes to immigration policy, new pathways to citizenship passed under President Biden? It really is difficult to say. Uh, I've covered immigration reform battles since about 2013. And every time that Congress appears close, it, it slips right through their fingers. Well, Speaker of the House John Boehner says he does not intend to hold formal compromise talks on the immigration bill passed by the Senate. We have no intention of ever uh, going to conference on the Senate bill. What the key difference here 
is, is that Biden is pushing this at the start of his administration versus after a midterm where he could lose the House or Senate or, you know, punting it to a potential second term if he is reelected, which at least right now, at the very beginning, that's giving a lot of hope to immigrant advocates, to Democrats in both the House and Senate, that that the White House is actually serious about this and that he is not just pushing this issue onto lower level staff or to one person in his White House, but that his upper brass, people like Ron Klain, who's his chief of staff, and National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan are taking a hands-on approach, which a number of sources told us is a departure from the Obama era when Chief of Staff Rahm Emanuel under Obama did not take a hands-on approach to immigration reform. So, so far, it's only been a few days um, since Biden took office, but a lot of Democrats think that the White House is serious about this. Now, the question is, when is this able to come to the floor? Biden is making COVID stimulus relief his top priority. I look forward to, uh, to working with members of Congress of both parties to move quickly to get this American rescue plan to the American people. And that could take a long time, and there's going to be aggressive battles with Republicans on that. That could go all the way to the end of spring. Where does he go next? Does the administration decide, no, we think maybe we can get a deal faster on infrastructure with Republicans? So does that take precedence? And it could push immigration to the end of summer or early fall. But a lot of People on the Hill, as well as in the advocacy space, feel that as long as this is tackled and pushed before the end of the year, then they think there's a good shot that at least key components of Biden's larger plan can make it through. Laura Barone Lopez, thanks so much for talking with me. Thank you. Also today... President Biden says he's eyeing a more ambitious target than 100 million vaccines in his first 100 days. On Monday, he told reporters he's hopeful that the U.S. can soon ramp up its vaccination efforts to 1.5 million shots daily. That marks a significant increase from the current mark of roughly a million a day. This comes as state and local officials say they're concerned by potentially unstable supplies that could prevent them from meeting a ramped-up demand, something that federal officials have said they're hopeful will only be a problem in the short term. In fact, Biden says he's optimistic that the vaccine will be readily available to those who want it by sometime in the spring. And banks are warning the Biden administration that the restart of the government's massive small business rescue program is facing significant problems preventing many employers from receiving aid. In a letter to the Small Business Administration and the Treasury Department, American Bankers Association President and CEO Rob Nichols flagged a, quote, technical error with the software portal that lenders must use to submit applications for businesses seeking Paycheck Protection Program loans. Widespread technical problems plagued the first iteration of the program last spring. In the latest version of the program, the SBA worked with a contractor to develop a whole new interface for banks. While it appears to be working more smoothly than before, 
Monday's letter shows that lenders are facing a whole new set of technical issues, particularly when it comes to businesses that received PPP loans last year and are now applying for a second round of aid. Spokespeople for the SBA and Treasury did not immediately respond to requests for comment. Subscribe to Politico Dispatch wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're there, check out some of our other shows like Politico Energy, Pulse Check, Nerdcast, and The Playbook Audio Briefing. I'm Jeremy Siegel. Thanks for listening.